On today's episode of the WNP Podcast, we question if there's any team that can compete with the big three. Plus, we give our predictions for the Wolverine-Spartans game. Stay tuned. Episode 120 of the We're Not Professionals podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mitchelson, and join me today, as always, my co-host, Chase Crawshaw. Chase, how you doing? I'm doing swell. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. If you are, if you watched the last episode, you can see that we haven't changed. We're doing these shows back to back, and we actually just did a Bolts broadcast before our two WNP podcasts as well. So you know what that means, Chase? What? At least for me. What? It's beverage o'clock. So we're going to do a live review on the show right now. So if you're watching the YouTube version, go ahead, take a peek. Uh, We've got Odd Side Grape. It's a hard seltzer. You said you haven't tried these, right? I don't think I've had the grape. grape. I've had the other flavors. It is very grapey. Would you like to try it? Nah, no, it's COVID. Oh, true, true, COVID. Uh, Not bad. Beverage o'clock. For me, being 236, but when you're doing so many podcasts, you know, you got to open it up a little bit, get a little loosey-goosey. Yeah, I, I, I don't day drink. So. Well, Coke Zero gets you all loosey-goosey. No, we're, 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 we're not sponsored by them, so. Oh, right, right, so right. Random company, the Red Can, yes. loosey-goosey. That's a good point. Can you give us a review? How does that? Tastes very flavorful. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, today's episode, we, of course, are doing a college football episode. We haven't done one in, what, three or four weeks? Something like that? Yeah. Uh, but this is the big week. We've got U of M versus MSU. I am an MSU alum. Chase is a Walmart Michigan fan, so. <laughs> I don't own, like, any Walmart or Walmart cheese. <laughs> I don't own any Michigan attire. Like, I own, like, a hat that I've had for, like, ten years. Where'd you get it? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so it is a big week for everyone up here in Michigan. Um, not sure what's really going to be happening for the game. I know you and I are tasked with helping Johnny move in. So we're going to help him do that. And then uh, depending on when the game is, we'll either watch there or, hey, if we get done super early, I might just book it up there. But we'll see. Either way. After the game is over, I'll be up in East Lansing, hopefully celebrating a big win. Go State. Go Green. Yeah, I've got 20 bucks on the line in favor of Michigan State because I really don't think Michigan – I want Michigan to win this game. I'll be honest. I do. But I think there's no chance to win this game. They're, they're bound to lose three games between Michigan State, Penn State, and Ohio State. Or lose two of the three games. Right, excuse right. me. And they're losing Ohio State. That's a lock. Yep. So it's between Penn State and Michigan State. And, like, it's not going to be Penn State. <laughs> Penn State looks so bad. Like for, Who did for they just lose to? They lost in 10 overtimes? Yeah, to, um, what's their nuts? Why can't I remember? Nebraska? Maybe. I don't know. Or no, Michigan versus Nebraska, I think. Yeah, so it Penn wasn't State Nebraska. schedule. Let's, let's, let's figure that out Yeah, right pull now. that up. Illinois. Illinois was the fighting yeah. Illini. It, 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 it was Illinois. 20 to 18 and nine overtimes. Nine a college overtimes. football record. It was a little bit of an asterisk overtime because they changed the rule. Apparently this year, I had no idea until it was happening that after three overtimes, you just go for two point conversions the whole time. Yep. A little weird. 
so weird. Twenty to eighteen nine overtimes. Mm-hmm. Like that. That doesn't sound possible. That that means we're not going to get those high scoring games anymore. I think it was the Rose Bowl between Oregon and Penn State, like four years ago or something, where they both had over I think sixty points. Yeah. So unfortunately, not going to get any more of those. But let's talk about some big news. Starting off with Zach Evans. The number two recruit last year, number two running back recruit last year, going to TCU. Didn't really play much last year. Got a little bit towards the end of the season. This year, he started a little bit slower, but really started to blow up. Then he is out for two weeks ago's game. Comes back in this past week's game. Is all right. But the big thing is that he no longer has TCU in any of his Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. Yeah, you know, this, this is always a funny narrative. Sometimes it means nothing. Sometimes it means something. Uh, so we'll kind of see. Spencer Rattler did the same thing. Um, you know, I don't, we're not breaking any news there. We're, yeah. we're this, this act of thing literally happened this morning as of us recording. So maybe you are breaking the news to you. But, like, th- th- this happens. Oftentimes, you know, guys, it means that they're transferring elsewhere, that they're exploring their options maybe. Um, so we'll see. He's better than TCU. Just two yeah. ta- true talents, to be honest. But, Obviously, all of his issues is have caused him to really be limited in his options. I would I would say, so we'll see what happens. I can't imagine him taking a step down. Like I, I really can't. You can't get yeah. like if you want to be an elite possible draft pick, high end draft pick, you can't take another step. Down. You can't go play at a lower school than TCU. I'm very worried that this might be linked to some of his personality issues that he had to start his college career. And, I and high school too. Like he got kicked off his high school team. I am hoping and praying that's not the case and rather that maybe he's just having a disagreement with how he's being used and wants a better opportunity so he's going to go someplace that has that better opportunity for him I'm hoping that's the case because if it's the former then that's a guy who could miss out on an NFL career incredible talent but couldn't get his act together. Hopefully, um, that's not the case, though. I'm not touching him as a transfer school. I'm not touching him as a college, as a uh, pro team. Excuse me, right now. Like he's a five star recruit running back that gets kicked off of his high school team before the state championship game. Yeah, I think as of right now, because I haven't heard anything in over a year that I would take him because he is in his second year with TCU. So I think as of right now, I'm okay with it. But this concerns me a little bit. So I'm not going to ignore the signs like I did with Spencer Rattler. Like you watch him on QB one, and that guy was just a total train wreck. You're like, you yeah. know, maybe maybe he can mature. Quarterbacks do mature. They, they quarterbacks have to mature based on the you know nature of the position. But he hasn't. Like he he very clearly hasn't. Like, mm-hmm. he, like he's not supportive of his team in any way. It's all about him. So I, I'm I'm learning from the past, and I'm not going to just fully say I'm out on Zach Evans quite yet. But like as, if I had a draft. Like, say you were to enter the NFL draft this year, I like I would be avoiding. Yeah. I mean, he can't, but I know, I, I know, I know. I'm, yeah, just like if he could. Uh, running back, quarterback, very different positions, so yep. I would be okay with it. Uh, I mean, you look at some guys in the league that has ha- have had rough pass that are doing really well for themselves. Joe Mixon, uh, he got suspended in game for some abuse on camera, and he's come into the league and has been a shining star in the community of Cincinnati and everything like that. So there have been guys that have progressed and with me not hearing anything for over a year with everything, you know, him being at TCU, I've heard nothing but good things. I'm okay with it. So, 
yeah, I mean, we'll see what comes out of this. Like, there, there could be something else. If there is something else, then it's probably going to sway your opinion a little bit if it's really something that's yeah, that important. Yeah, for sure. Um, but or watch you just going back to Georgia. Georgia's like, hey, Zamir White and um, Cook's brother, James Cook. James Cook. They're going to be gone after this year, so might as well just come on back. Yeah, we, we might as well not use Kendall Milton's full abilities. We might, yeah. might as well keep clogging up our backfield. Yeah, who knows? All right, let's talk about Spencer Rattler. Uh, obviously, if you've been paying attention to college football whatsoever, you know he's been replaced by Caleb Williams. Uh, the guy was the number one overall quarterback recruit before Quinn Ewers decided to come out a little bit early. He looked really good game one. This past game, he didn't look as good. He had a little bit of struggles, Caleb Williams, that is. Uh what are we thinking about this whole Oklahoma situation? It feels like Spencer Rattler has to transfer, but what if he just decides, hey, I'm coming out in the NFL right now? Please do. I hope I, not. I, I, don't, I, don't root, I don't root for people's failures, but that would be hilarious to watch him go undrafted because at this point he will. I legitimately think he would go undrafted. Yeah. Um, there's no chance he's entering the draft. There's no way he's going to – He every, you know, like especially nowadays that they can, every like legitimate – college athlete they have agents and advisors and stuff they're gonna say you 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 can't do that you have to go back you have to figure your shit out you have to go back elsewhere and he'll transfer to a smaller school he'll transfer to you know like a a wyoming caliber type of school just for example and see what he can do there if he can figure it out and have a great season then he's back on track to being a first-round pick Like, like he is he has enough talent to do it but the attitude issues the concerns off the field the like the way he treats his teammates that it's been very well documented and the way he's handling the situation, it's pretty bad. I, I don't have any faith in, in drafting him. If the lions ever drafted him, I would, I would be like very, very, very angry. Even if he figures it out a little bit, I'd still be angry Yeah, because it's been too much like overwhelming, like going against him and then going for him. What if he pulls a reverse Baker Mayfield and he goes from Oklahoma to Texas tech, kind of like how Baker went Texas tech to Oklahoma. I don't know if he can go to that big of a school. I really no. don't know. I really don't think. I really don't know if he can. I, I don't know who their starting quarterback yeah, is. Yeah, me neither, to be honest. But like, even if a, a big school has an opening, I don't know if they're will if they're willing to do that. Hmm. So you think Wyoming would be like the highest level of competition I in do. that same range? I do. So even like a Cal couldn't get them. Maybe. Yeah. So I, Spencer Rattler is a weird situation. Uh. So is DJU. Sucks. Uh, guy sucks. Those were two guys that I think both were in the top three or maybe top four of Heisman voting coming into the season. Now, neither are there, obviously. One's been replaced. Uh, the other still with Clemson, but now Clemson's up to three losses, I believe. I think they lost this past week to NC State, was it? Yeah. Uh, so DJU's Ryan off of three of his last five games being below 50% completion. Terrible. He legitimately is not good. Like I, I don't, I don't know what happens with these athletes. Where, like the, like even if you watch some of his high school film that you can find, because like it's you know it's young, he's young enough. Like it's where that digital age was around for him. Like he looked like great in high school. I don't mm-hmm. know what the hell happens. Like it just has to be that the, the pressure, um, the amount of time to throw is just too much for him to overcome. Like you know, you probably have. But I'd say probably half the time going from high school to college to throw, and then you have more than half the time, or less than half would be the word I want, um, from college to the NFL to throw. 
So, like, I, I don't know if that, that adjustment's really getting to him because he just makes so many bad decisions. I think he just feels too pressured. He feels paranoid. Um, it, it, it just, he looks so bad. He doesn't look in any way, shape, or form in any aspect of the field like an NFL quarterback. I do got to say, I feel bad for some of these really high recruited players because they are kids. They're trying to get a grasp of the game. And if they're a little bit slower learner, they just get ripped apart. And, yeah. uh, the one I'm really worried about, Archie Manning, like, or Arch Manning, Arch Manning. like, very worried that he's going to come in with just incredible praise because obviously he's going to. And if he starts slow whatsoever, that could hurt him really bad. I'm not as worried. Um, I think football is just so natural in that family. They had, th- you know, three NFL quarterbacks. Cooper was going to the NFL until he had so many injuries that he just couldn't anymore. Like they were going to have four NFL family members. Like, like I, I, that, that's just a different breed. Someone with those genetics and he's clearly very clearly the best high school football player right now. Like mm-hmm. he's just so dominant. I'm not too worried about it. I think he understands, I think he understands the game just, just like, like his dad, like Peyton, like like his dad's Eli, but like, or you know, his dad's Cooper. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. So like like his like his dad does, like Eli does, like Peyton does. Like I think he understands the game to the level that they do. Um. He obviously continue to grow because he's still young and understand it a little better. And once his physicality even like further develops, when it already is, he's already like six four. Like I, I'm not concerned about him at all. I think, you know, I don't want to just lock him in as this just unreal next best guaranteed first overall pick guy. But like he's the closest thing to it. Like, maybe even more than Trevor Lawrence. But see, now you're praising him even more. You're hyping him up even more. And if there's someone watching and they're thinking, oh, man, this is the guy, and then he comes in and performs poorly, then they start, what the hell is wrong with Arch Manning? He was supposed to be a stud. Yeah, I think that I think that's on people for having those expectations. I'd never expect a true freshman to come in and dominate. Like, or even, like, retro freshman, you expect him to have bumps. You have to expect people to have hiccups. Everyone wants instant gratification, instant success. But you got to realize in sports you have to have patience. And life, you have to have patience. And in this instance, like if he went and struggled his freshman year, I wouldn't be surprised because it is a large change. It's a lifestyle change. It's a football change. Everything is different. But I guarantee you, as long as he's healthy, he figures it out. And he's got the biggest support group, the best support group anyone could ask for going into the NFL world. Yeah, he he or could college football world. He couldn't get any more advice than like no nobody nobody in in football can get more advice and recommendations and tips that are so like elite and helpful than than him all right well let's move on over to the heisman watch currently the highest odds to win the heisman trophy bryce young coming in first matt corral second just slightly behind but then there's a bit of a drop off of the cj stroud being three um a couple other guys caleb williams already sitting fifth place it's which not, i think is crazy it's not happening it's right. not happening uh i'm also a little bit Shocked that Bijan is as low as he is because Bijan's been absolute money recently. Didn't he get hurt or something though? He's still plus four thousand. Uh, unless it was this past week, I I, th- I thought I saw something about an injury for him. Let's see, Bijan Robinson injury anything? Nope. Doesn't look okay. Then okay. I, I could have read something wrong, but yeah, um, it's just it is such a quarterback award. Like quarterbacks have the higher odds. Um, you know, I, I'm still pulling for Kenneth Walker. I, I would I would love to see any of the Michigan like school guys to do it at any point. So if Kenneth Walker knew it, that'd be awesome. He he's going to have to run all over Michigan, run all over Ohio state in order to do that. The other teams that he plays the rest of the year, he can. So he's got really got to do it in those two games as well. He's not impossible. Like plus 2000 is kind of tempting to put some money on him right now. Yeah. Um, 
But other than that, I I I think Matt Corral would be my number one vote. Um, even though Bryce, Bryce Young's the favorite, I still think Matt Corral's my number one vote. And then Kenny Pickett, he's getting a lot of hype. He is currently sitting fourth with plus 1,000 odds. That's a guy we were talking about a couple days ago that he's having a Joe Burrow light season. Uh, being a senior, he's really starting to light it up. And I saw some high praise from Colin Coward, too, saying Kenny Pickett absolutely going to be a pro at the next level. Yeah, and when I started like doing a little more research on him, I you know like I, I mentioned that first. Like it, it is kind of like a Joe Burrow light season where it's a little bit out of nowhere and it's just playing really well. But I feel like it's more of like a Mac Jones light season at this point where it's it is kind of out of nowhere. But it's, he's now finally in, in the spotlight for recognition and he's playing well. He's just making all the right plays. Um, he's not overwhelming with some crazy just unreal throws, but he's just making every single right play, which is exactly what Mac Jones did at Bama. So I think it's closer to that, which, I mean, if he can be a Mac Jones-type player, that's an NFL quarterback. It's great. It's a first-round pick. And who knows, if he continues and doesn't have any down games the rest of the year, maybe he does win the Heisman. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool to see a guy like that do it. Um, I, I think I'm. you said Matt Corral was your guy right now. I think unless Bryce Young has a bad stretch and loses two games, because I think that there's a good chance they lose to Georgia in the SEC championship. Yeah. But I think even with that, they still make the playoffs, and he's still a front runner. So I would yeah. go with Bryce Young, but I think those two guys are definitely the top dogs, and so do the betting odds. Yeah, I I don't think she just rounds like realistically in this conversation. Yeah, he's got to go crazy to do something. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the big three. You got Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama. At least in my opinion, that is the big three right now. Those are the teams that are going to be the toughest competition going it's forward not, in the season. It's not the top three teams. It is not. Cincinnati is there. Uh, but that's where I pose the question to you. Is there any team in college football right now, including Cincinnati, is there any team that can compete with Georgia, Bama, and Ohio State? So let's say this team makes it into the playoffs and has to verse one of them. Any team out there that has a chance? You know the answer. It's it's a no. Like it 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 just isn't. Um, my 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 two front runners like for betting odds would be um, Georgia and then Ohio State. I think Same. I still think Ohio State needs to be in the top four. Like Oklahoma's eight no bullshit. No, they're 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 not an eight no team. They are the worst eight no team I've ever seen. They are not that great. Like it, they've it's been better with Caleb Williams in, but they're still not a good. They're still not a good eight no team. Yeah. Um, you know then conversely. Michigan might be the worst seven no team I've ever seen, um, but like so that that bubble's probably gonna pop this week at least between one of those two Michigan schools. Um, Oklahoma's gonna lose here at some point. The Big Twelve is a joke anyway. Um, when the when the college football rankings come out, it's mostly this week, right? Uh, I think so. So when that comes out, I would actually be shocked if Oklahoma's above Ohio State. I would I would say it's gonna be Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, and then they'll throw Cincinnati in at number four. I think that'll be the ranking. I think that's a good ranking. I, I definitely think Ohio State should be up there ahead of Oklahoma. Um, Michigan and Michigan State, I do not think either team is legitimate. No. However, I have a big complaint with the freaking AP poll and Go the ahead. AP commission. Freaking, how many times are they just going to be like, okay, let's just, let's just throw someone above Michigan State, even if they really haven't done much, throwing in Oregon above Michigan. Um, Michigan State this week, last week they threw up 
who was it? Penn State and Oklahoma State above them. Like they just don't want to recognize Michigan State as a top seven team. They're always just going to throw someone over them. Maybe Michigan State should be Ohio State, like Oregon did. Maybe they will. <laughs> Maybe they won't. <laughs> Maybe they'll beat Michigan, and then Michigan will still be ranked above them somehow. Yeah, maybe. That'd so be fun. that'd be funny. I've got a big complaint there. If, but if they beat Michigan, they're they're probably moving into the top five. You think? I think that they'll jump above jump above Oregon at that point. And I really, 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 really think Oklahoma's moving down. I I, I think too much can be shown that that there's other teams better than them. I, I think Oklahoma's out of the top five. Next after, after this week, I don't I don't know who they're playing. I haven't looked. I don't care. Still think that they're 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 gonna they're gonna be out of it. Yeah, I want to see. They're playing Texas Tech. Oh, I hope they. Win. I hope Texas Tech wins so badly. It took me a little while to actually find the game because you know on the ESPN website they don't sort games by top twenty five like they do in the app. Yeah. So you literally have to scroll through every single game, even if it's Division three. Yeah, that's, that's a little garbage. Um, is there? If if you have Oklahoma, a Caleb Williams led Oklahoma, who wins them or Michigan, them or Michigan State, them or Iowa? What are you thinking? I think I take all three Big Ten teams over them. I I legitimately think that Oklahoma's overrated. The Big Twelve is overrated every year. It's not it's not a very great football conference anymore. It really isn't. Um, I, I I think that that Oklahoma is just too highly overrated. Oregon even might be too overrated. The Pac-12 isn't unreal either. The Big Ten, um, even though some of these teams are maybe a little fraudulent, um, seems like a lot of college football teams are this year. I still mm-hmm. think they're better. Yeah, I, I think with Caleb Williams in there, there's actually a chance that Oklahoma is able to take all three because I think he's a very talented player. And Michigan and Michigan State, they are both teams that for some reason like to play bad competition closely which annoys the piss out of me. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't really know. I'd like to see the matchup, but we'd have to wait until like a bowl game later on in the season. Uh, let's talk about games happening this weekend. You've got Florida at Georgia, or is it Georgia Georgia at Florida? Sorry. It doesn't matter where they play. No, it's not. It's... Is it a neutral site? It must be a neutral site in Jacksonville because it says in Jacksonville, but it says Georgia versus Florida, not Georgia at Florida. Oh, yeah. It's, it's probably just a neutral site then. It doesn't matter where they play. Georgia's, Georgia should take it. Georgia will take it. They will take it. They will. They're, uh, they're not losing. The game. defense has been so good. And it, with Florida dropping games against the likes of, uh, who was it? Oh, they've got three losses now. Yeah. Alabama, Kentucky, and LSU this past week. Not a good look. No, it didn't look good against LSU at all. And K- Kentucky, they're legit. Obviously, they're, they're they're the best team in the country this year. True. Um, but yeah, Georgia's. I would be shocked if they don't win out at least going to the SEC championship. Uh, then you got Ole Miss at Auburn. You think Bo Nix has some magic in him? I think that I think Bigsby might have some magic in him. Bo Nix won't be the guy with the magic. Just that team needs Malik Willis. If they had Malik Willis, they'd be undefeated. Yep. Um. So, I think that, that one should be a pretty good game, though. That one should be pretty entertaining. Um. I, I'm I'm gonna have to lean on Ole Miss in this one, though. Unfortunately, I'd, I'd like Auburn to win because I like Auburn. I like Tank, but Macarell, man. Did Tank Bigsby do anything against Arkansas? I'm going. Was, to that, was that last week? Yeah. No, I had a tough game. 68 yards, one touchdown. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I should, I should call it tough, but, like, it wasn't, like, 
spectacular. He's kind of a bum, isn't he? He's kind of elite, yeah. <laughs> Matt Corral should have a big game. Let's talk about the game that is at 7.30, but should be at noon. That would be Penn State at Ohio State. They announced that this is going to be the primetime game at night on ABC about a week and a half ago. Everyone's pissed because Michigan and Michigan State are the one and two teams where Ohio State and Penn State, the three and four teams in the division. No one likes it except for Ohio State and Penn State fans. Then Penn State goes and drops a game against Illinois, and it's like, okay, can we flex this now? Like, this should not be a noon game between Michigan and Michigan State. Sure enough, it doesn't happen. So super annoyed about that because that means I can't actually be up at East Lansing when the game is actually going on. And then you get a blowout here because that's what it's going to be. Ohio State is going to dismantle Penn State. Yeah, it, it's 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 so stupid. It really is going to, like, there's no chance Penn State can even think about winning this game. It's like the frustration that I felt when it was announced because we're going to do a tailgate with uh, me, my cousin, the group of friends we have up there at uh, Michigan State. The frustration I felt when I realized I'm not going to be able to participate in the tailgate, I'm not going to be able to watch the game up there. Oh, my gosh. Different levels. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, Iowa at Wisconsin, that's a noon game. That one's not going to be watched because everyone's going to be watching Michigan at Michigan State. But could there be upset potential here, Wisconsin over number nine, Iowa? Maybe. It's not, like, impossible. But I still think Iowa will come out with it. This Wisconsin has looked kind of like, you know, just kind of kind of whatever. Um, whereas Iowa, despite their, their loss, have looked pretty good in every other game. So I'm going to still lean Iowa. Um, I am looking on ESPN. They have like tickets as low as um, with how much you can get tickets for right now. The Penn State at Ohio State game, you can get tickets as low as $99. So pretty expensive shows that there is definitely some high caliber play going to be going on there. Tickets for the Michigan-Michigan State game. The low is $258. Don't doubt it. Because yeah. obviously everyone's going to be want to be at that game. And I got to say, when I get up there, I want to go check out the sets of college football, uh, college game day. game day. And then they also have big noon kickoff from Fox. And then I believe that Barstool is going to have their own show up there as well. Probably, yeah. So I, I definitely want to go check out all those booths and stuff. But let's oh, yeah. hop into the actual game, Michigan at Michigan State. Two run games that have been top five in the league. Um, you got a, a, a two-man horse at Michigan with Corum and Haskins, even though everyone thinks Corum is the guy and to stop giving the ball to Haskins. And you got a one-man show over at Michigan State with Kenneth Walker. You said you put money on Michigan State. Why? You said you don't think Michigan really has a chance. Why? The only reason I put money on Michigan State is because Caden McNamara is going to start this game. If J.D. McCarthy was starting this game, I would have hammered Michigan. I guess anyone who would want to take that bet because Cade's not winning you a game. Corum doesn't get enough work to win you the game. Haskins is nothing more than a fine college running back. Uh, the defense is, is pretty solid too, but State, even with an underwhelming quarterback, like Peyton Thorne's nothing more than fine. Like, let's be, let's be real. They still find explosive plays in the passing game. They find explosive plays in the running game. And you got to win off explosive plays, and this how this match is going to be this year. You have to have an explosive play on 
nearly every drive if you want to score a touchdown. Like, let's let's be real. It's it, it, it just it's not going to happen as often with Michigan without J.J. McCarthy on the field because Cade just doesn't do anything spectacular. I just I, I really hope for the sake of the entertainment like value of the game that J.J. does go in like very early. Mm-hmm. But I, I just can't imagine that it, that it does. And Michigan is a four-point favorite. Uh, when you look at the team's like comparisons, I think they're a pretty close close team. Uh, total yards, Michigan State has uh, 10 more. Yards allowed, Michigan State's given up 100 more per game. However, when you look at the points allowed compared to the yards allowed, it's much closer. Both have pretty comparable defenses, solid defenses. The one difference that makes me favor Michigan State, other than me being a Michigan State alum, is that Michigan State can find that big play where it seems like Michigan, they don't really have those as much. They're more of a grinded-out type of team where if Michigan State needs to score within, like, 40 seconds, they have the possibility of going deep to Reed. They have the possibility of going deep to Naylor. So I think it's going to be a very fun game, a very exciting game. And I will say, there is a possibility of one of these teams being legit competition for those top three teams but that's only if they blow one, the, their opponent out. If Michigan comes in and blows out state like 49 to 7, then hey, maybe Michigan can do something real. Yeah, Same way yeah. if it's Michigan State. If that happens, um, if, if, if the other five teams ahead of Michigan win, though, regardless of what Michigan does, the only thing I can see jumping above is Oklahoma. Like, and maybe if Oklahoma just moving down to six or possibly lower, like I can't see Georgia's not lo- leaving from one unless they lose. Still, might not even Cincinnati. They need to lose, and they're not going to lose. And if they lose, then they're going to drop like fifteen spots. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, Bama, like they they would if they're like they're not moving if, unless they lose as well. Same thing, Ohio State. So like Michigan just kind of stuck, kind of stuck here, unfortunately. The only chance that Michigan or Michigan State have to actually get into the playoffs is if you have one of these other teams lose, which the possibility is not great except for the SEC championship, but I feel like whoever loses that is still going to be locked in. Uh, Also, or like the only way I should say is if they can beat Ohio State. Yeah. And what are the odds of that? Not very high. Not at all. Uh, So... Are we thinking that Cincinnati's kind of locked into the playoffs? Or do you think that the college football playoffs are going to come in and say, no, nah, no, nah, we're, we're not doing this uh, with the uh, group of five school? They they really might not. Like, it very well could be that Oklahoma's there instead of Cincinnati, which would be garbage, like absolute garbage. Um, but I don't know. They, they don't like the do anything with the, with a group of five schools, which I would love to see Cincinnati there. They're undefeated. They've looked pretty good doing it for the most part. It's like they deserve to be there. So if they're not, then I'm going to have some real issues. I agree. I think Desmond Ritter isn't even getting enough love when it comes to the actual Heisman race. Yeah. Uh, I think right now he is a top three quarterback coming into this draft class, which as of the start of the season, I would have been like, uh, he must be doing something crazy. He's playing well, but a lot of people have dropped off. That's for sure. The at, at this rate, he like he'll be a first round pick. Yeah, feels like it. Yeah. Uh, let's do our final predictions here. Michigan, Michigan State. Uh, I want to score, and 
Maybe a stat line. Maybe there's one guy that goes off in your mind who is it and uh, all that kind of stuff. Michigan State's going to win this game 27-24. to 24. Okay. Be a very close one. Kenneth Walker's going to have plus 150 yards. Okay. I'm gonna just, just on the ground. Right, right. I'm going to go Michigan State 24, Michigan 23. Oh, that close. It's going to be a walk-off, and he fumbles the punt. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's it's no. going to be a walk off. He fumbles the punt. There's, there's no chance. Yeah, you're right. Again. It's not going to happen because it needs to be happening in the big house where we get to see the fan go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, no, but I think it's going to be a very close game, and I wouldn't be shocked if it's if the spread's covered either way. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. Um, I guess the oh. spread should be covered by Michigan State. Is what I hope. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, I make some money here. But if not, that means Michigan wins, and then. That means J.J. McCarthy played, and I'll be happy. There we go. All right, well, that's going to do it for our college preview show. Any final thoughts here, Chase? I mean, the only thing you got to say is shout-out Wake Forest. They're also 7-0. and Just mm-hmm. up 70 points on uh, Army, it was. So they they look very good offensive defense or whatever. I mean, talk yeah. about that. <laughs> right, but, but, right. but offensively, they're, 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 they're kind of fun to watch, so – We'll see what happens when they play someone else. You know, if they can continue to do this well, they're, they'll get a bowl game. I mean, they're going to get a bowl game, but they could get a pretty good bowl game, and we'll see what they do. Yeah, maybe they find themselves in, like, the top ten starting next season. It'd be fun. I don't think it's going to happen. It's online. But it'd be fun. All right, well, that's going to do it for the show. We want to thank you so much for coming out and giving us a listen. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with all that we do, you can follow us on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. It's again on Twitter at WNP Sports Pod. Uh, we also have a Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok account. All of those links, including the Twitter, will be down in the description. So you don't need to be going to your app and trying to search that up. You can just head right down in the description, click the link, and you'll be all set. If you are on YouTube watching the video show, we would thank you so much for that. Uh, if you could please give us a like, comment, subscribe and hit the bell to turn on notifications. Also, let us know, who are you taking? Michigan at Michigan State. It's going to be in East Lansing, a 12 o'clock game. It's going to be a big one. It's going to decide a lot of things in the college football playoff landscape. Who are you taking? Then we go over to our podcast listeners. If you are uh, listening on a podcast platform, if you could please give us a follow and a five-star review. We would really appreciate that. Thank you so much for coming out. And as always, we're not professionals. And finally, go green.